You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Speaking on this subject today, we're back, and here's what we are. We, we need to know what we are. But the book of 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, Paul writes from a jail cell. His head's going to be severed from his body real soon, any day now. And he writes to his own son in the faith, Timothy. He had won Timothy to Christ. These are called pastoral letters, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus. He had won Titus to Christ also, my son in the faith. During COVID, I have literally lived in these three books. I've read and reread, I've marked, I've marked another Bible, I've studied this Bible, because I want to know what my responsibility is. A pastoral epistle. And Paul is an older man's writing to these young boys and these young men in the ministry, perhaps around early 40s, these young men were pastoring the first generation church and the first generation church was having problem. They were having problems with doctrine. So he writes to them 16 times. He uses that word doctrine. You're gonna have to have some sound doctrine. I wanna speak to you. We're back. Yes, we're back, but here's where we are. We're, we're a church that is supposed to be biblically sound. Uh, no waver, no compromise. Notice what the Bible says, verse number three, that thou mayest charge some that they teach no other doctrine, neither give heed to fables and to endless genealogies. And Jews were doing that. They had to have their heritage, all the genealogies, and, and they would divide over it. It's amazing what churches divide over. And he said, uh, English, which, which minister questions, rather than godly edifying, which is in faith, so do. Notice what he says in, in verse number 19. Holding faith and a good conscience, some having having put away concerning the faith and made shipwreck, of whom as he identifies in Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have delivered unto Satan, that they learn not to blaspheme. These two men were agitating in the church. They were causing biblical problems in the church. The church is not made to have controversy. We are to be, as Christians, getting along one accord. Notice what the Bible says in chapter uh, number uh, chapter number four, verse number one. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, here it is, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devil, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, verse number seven, but refuse profane old wives' fables and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. Notice what the Bible says in verse number 13 of chapter four. Till I come, give attendance to reading and to exhortation and to doctrine. Notice what it says in verse 16. Take heed unto thyself and unto thy doctrine continue in them. If we go over to chapter number six, verse number three. If any man teach otherwise 
and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ into the doctrine which is according to Godliness. He is proud, knowing nothing. He is doting about questions and strifes and of words, wherefore of cometh envy, strife, railings, evil surmising, perverse disputing of men, corrupt minds, destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness, from such turn away. God says that me needs to be sound doctrine. Now, in our church, I want you to know what sound doctrine is. Jude says that in these, in these last days, Jude verse number three, beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write and exhort you that you should earnestly contend, fight for the faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. The, the defense of the gospel has been delivered to God's people. So don't take the gospel. The gospel is the good news of Christ. And let me, let me just tell you what our church is. And I've never seen anybody in our church ever, or any church I know of, divide over this. We don't divide over this. We divide over foolish things. But the, the deity of Christ, Jesus is God. Jesus, Jesus was, uh, okay, I know, I know. During COVID, a few weeks ago, CNN, Mr. Chris Como told you that Jesus is, 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 had sin when he was on planet Earth. Well, there's a fool. That's what the Bible says, calls him a fool. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And the fool said that Jesus had sin. No, the Bible said, who, do, who did no sin, neither was there any guile in his mouth. That's the word of God. So we believe in the deity of Christ. We believe in the virgin birth. We, we believe that there are three that bear record in heaven. These three are one, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We believe in salvation by grace, not by works of righteousness, which we have done It's according to his mercy. He saved us. We don't believe you get baptized in, uh, for salvation. Uh, for salvation, you get baptized after salvation. We don't believe you give money uh, to get saved. It's a free gift of God. We believe in eternal security today. We believe in pneumatology, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. We believe in eschatology, the doctrine of the, of the uh, local church. Jesus gave his life for the church. Uh, we believe that Jesus is coming again. Amen. It's coming in two parts. First one, the rapture of the church. We'll go to heaven for seven years, the marriage supper of the Lamb, the beam of seat judgment of Christ, and then we'll come back and rule and reign with them for a thousand years, and King Jesus will set up his throne. There'll be no more mocking him, no more ridicule, no more government intervention, for he is going to be King of kings and Lord of lords. Now today we believe in the major doctrines of the faith and there are others. We believe, by the way, in personal purity and holiness. That's a doctrine of the Bible. That's, it's quite there. Be holy as I'm holy, saith the Lord. We're to be a holy people. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies. Those bodies that look so much like the world these days. These bodies are to be presented to God a reasonable service of be not conformed to this world, but be transformed, be different. How, how, how do we as Christians look different than the world? There ought to be something. There ought to be a difference. That lady looks like a Christian. I had a fellow a few weeks ago said, I gave him a gospel track. He said, I knew there was something different about you. 
I don't know what he knew, but he said, I, I thought you had to be a churchgoer. God's people look different. God's people act different, talk different, walk different. God's people ought to be in harmony with one another. We ought to have a whole different outlook on things of life. Now, you know, I've never, these major doctrines of the faith, I've never heard of anybody leaving our church. We have, I've been here 40, Ms. Trevor, I've been here 45 plus years. We've never had anybody leave this church over the virgin birth, zero. We've never had anybody leave over the deity of Christ, zero. We've never had anybody leave over the fact that Jesus is coming again, zero, zero. But we've had people leave this church, like every church. You know what happens? They get their nose bent out of joint. I'm offended. And you know, you, you, you expect it. We have 14 grandkids, and some are they're all, from 19 or 20 on the way down. And some of them are just little, little we expect it. She took, my, she took my toy. He took my toy. Well, there might be a little bit of that. But when adults do it, when men do it, when we're starting to get upset with one another over picky little things, I'm not talking to you, I'll tell you what. You didn't say hi to me the other day. It really hurt my feelings, you ignored me. What are we thinking? God's word said, let not the sun go down on your wrath. I must confess, here it is. I thought about leaving the church because of Donald Rocha. We're playing softball out here on Thursday nights. Now it is, man, I love softball. I just I love being out there with the fellas, I love it. But if you play the second game, the sun is setting and at home plate, I can't pick up the ball. I can't see where the ball is. I just can't see the ball. And I, I don't know why, because I'm not old like these other guys, but like Bill Langston, can't see the ball. And Sam Fenner's having a hard time at that time of the night seeing the ball. And several of these older men. But, but me, and I'm out there, and I, I mean, I'm feeling like a fool. I'm looking, I can't see the ball. Donald's pitching. It's fast, you know, it's not fast pitch, it's slow pitch. It can go 45 feet up in the air and come down. And I'm here, and I'm, I'm gonna pick this up this time. And then the last minute goes by and you go, and you're like, swing like a girl. <laughs> I know, that wasn't, not, that wasn't proper, I know, I know. A lot of things I've learned about in COVID. But, but I, 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 last minute, I'm standing there, I said, I can't see it, I can't see it, I can't see it, I can't find it. Oh, good news, Miss Treber got me some sunglasses, came in the mail yesterday. Um, I went out and looked right in the sun, I think I can see the ball now, I think I can see it. At least I can see the sun now. I sat there on Thursday night. Man, I was, you know, it's hard being the pastor. You walk up to the base thinking like, I hope nobody sees me. And some women start saying, go pastor! No, no, no! Because then the pastor has to walk back like this too. I'm standing there by home plate. I can't see the ball. It hit me on top of the head. Dr. Nikolai, you know how embarrassing that is? On the top of the head, home run king right here. I mean, I'm, I'm a great ball player in my dreams. But, uh, you know, I'm, 
I'm not leaving the church, I'm here, so you better be gone by next Sunday. And Donald, God bless his heart, he grew up here. Donald afterwards comes, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. They began to boo Donald, it wasn't his fault. The umpire, we hired an outside umpire because you know Christians can't get along, so we'd sit and be mad at one another. And, and, they came, and, 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 uh, and the umpire came out there in the mound and said, now, <laughs> I've never heard this, we're not gonna count that pitch at all. He got hit, he should take his base, but he was leaning over the home plate, he couldn't even see home plate. Oh my goodness. Don't laugh, Ron, I've seen you play too, brother. Man, brother Ron looks the part. He's got the white pants on, and he's got the shoes. He's got the glove. He's got the ball cap. He's got the uh, little little pistols and not big guns. He's just got little pistols here coming out. He looks the part. I love it when he strikes out. I don't think you've struck out yet. Oh, it's 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 a comedy. Somebody said when we started this softball league, we better get ER ready. We've used ER every week, I think. It's sore, strange, you name it. You know, people divide over the craziest things. People divide, you know. They didn't choose me to sing this morning. Well, maybe you'll be up on tonight. We've got more music on Wednesday night. But most of the time we overlook you, and there's a reason why we overlook you. You're not good. Well, I'm going to leave the church over People ought not to leave the church over picky onish little things. How about the major doctrines of the faith? I will say this, and I know I'm really out of time, but I will say this. I'm not against all these other churches, what they want to do. I'm not responsible for the, uh, that church and that pastor. He's going to answer to God. But I will tell you what we are. And so you're trying to be, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm vicious and can, no, no, you, you can do what you want. You can have dance bands, you can have rock and roll, you can have the lights flashing on and off. I don't, I, I, that's, it's your church, it's not mine. But this place, God gave me. And he put me here for right now. And I'm so grateful for uh, that, that day that this church began in July of 1975. And just a few little people and how God's blessed it. But friend, this church was not built off of contemporary music. That's not who we are. So well, I know a church that really grow in there. The growth, the goal is not just growth. Jesus makes sure the church will grow. Jesus makes sure that. I want you to know this, that the church, the responsibility is to be sound in the faith and honoring the word of God. And so we're, we're not, we, we, we just don't believe in contemporary music. I don't want to get anything soft that direction at all. That's not where we're going. We're not going in with rock bands. We're staying with songs and hymns and spiritual songs. And we're going to sing and make melody unto God with our voice to God. Now, you say, well, I know a church, they're doing it. Well, God bless them. But that's not North Valley Baptist Church. Plenty of churches in the Silicon Valley, you can have that. That's what you want. Go after it. You know, you can... You can go to a pizza place now and design your own pizza. And you can design your own church too. You, you, you just figure out what you want, plug it in, and there, I'll guarantee it, Brother Russ, there's a church like that around here. What you want, we want a church and it's one and done. One hour Sunday morning and we're done for the week. 
You can find those. Say, Sunday doesn't work for me. I want to do it Saturday. I want to have my Sunday off. You, you can find those, I'm sure. Uh, I want a church that they, they, they no accountability. I want to do what I want to do, what's right in my eyes. After all, the Holy Spirit could speak to me too. Then why do you have a shepherd? The shepherd's there to protect the flock and guide the flock and to preach the word. I'm saying today that we, we are in a moment in our church. We're back, and here's what we are. We're biblically sound. Secondly, we're spiritually, we're, we're, we're pastoral-led. Leadership, chapter 3 deals verses 1 through 7 with the pastor. Verses 8 through 13 is the deacons. It doesn't mean a dictatorship. But it does mean that there's a shepherd. He calls him a bishop, or, 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 or he could be called an elder, or he called a pastor. There's five words in the New Testament that refer to this. A bishop must be, verse two, blameless, nothing sticks. The husband of one wife, vigilant, that, which simply means you keep your head in all situations. Uh, sober, very serious. A good behavior, that's important. Given to hospitality, apt to teach not given a wine, no striker. What is that? Always looking for a fight. And by the way, did you notice verse eight said likewise the deacons? In addition, what the pastor, deacons, you have these same qualifications. We're not to be strikers. We're supposed to be a good behavior. One that moves well his own children. Notice what the scripture says, and I, I know we're going quickly now, but verse number, chapter six, verse 11. But thou, O man of God, flee these things. Talking to the pastor, flee these things. Follow after righteousness and godliness and faith and love and patience and meekness and fight the good fight of faith. How about go back to chapter four, verse six, about being a good minister. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine. And so that is what the deacons, pastor and deacons, thirdly, we're a God-fearing people here. Uh, we, we, we believe that God-fearing people pray. Chapter 2, verse 1, I therefore, that first of all, exhort that first of all, supplication, prayers, and intercession be given for all men, for kings. This church needs to pray for the president of the United States and his wife whether they're Republican or Democrat or Libertarian or whatever it might be, we're, we're commissioned to pray. We're to pray for those in authority that we, we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Time out. Since the tent, we transitioned to a new president. I've not watched the news since November. I know of the news and I hear of things. But to me, it's just such a heart grief that the wife and the people of this one particular party would throw him out there where there's very obviously something not connecting. I hurt for the man. I hurt for the man when he thought he was running against somebody else for office and he stayed in the basement. I hurt for that. The man's 78 and perhaps not in good health. I might die sooner than him, but he potentially is just a step away from eternity. I'd like our president to be able to die one day and go to heaven. 
I, I want to be responsible for praying for his salvation. I want to be responsible for praying for his wife's salvation. I'm not saying I endorse everything of this president or the previous president. I'm just saying I'd like to see these men come to know Christ. And I'm to pray for kings, for presidents, for leaders of our country. Are you praying for them? I still pray for the previous president and his family. And by name, I pray for the previous president and his two children, two daughters. I, want, I don't want any evil to come to any of those dear people. I don't agree. Very obvious you can't agree with these people's policies. But beyond policy, they're a person. And Jesus said he is not willing that any should perish. He doesn't want to send anybody to hell because they rejected the love of God. He's not willing for that. I find number, we're a God-fearing people and there's so much I want to say. I don't have time and I'll take, I've taken all my time. I find the people in this text were praying people. They were manly men and feminine women. And I find that they were soul winning people, the text talks about. And they were, were contented people. And, and they were giving people. And may North Valley Baptist Church, in these last moments before the rapture takes place in eternity, may we ratchet it up and live more for Him. Quite frankly, I've just done a little bit more than my introduction to get started. But I preached long enough today. I want you to know that we're going to have to, now that we're in, here's where we're going. We're going after souls like never before. We're going to run those buses like never before and fill them and refill them. We're going after more worldwide missions and put more missionaries on. We have a missions conference in October that Perhaps it's going to be the largest opportunity for us to support missionaries that ever before in the history of the church. We're going forward door-to-door soul, and there's a hurting world in our city. Most of our people in this city are frustrated. Some are frustrated their children have still not been back in school yet. I have talked to them. They're frustrated. Some are frustrated because their children have their communication skills and social skills are not the same. Academically, they're losing out. They're frustrated. I want to do my best to be help to people in this area and knock on doors and visit people. You say, well, they're all mad. I don't think so. I wave to everybody. I talk to everybody. I walked the street, I walked the church this morning, and I, and I passed people and said, hello. It's amazing how many will answer back and say hello to you. I think our people are lonely in this city. There's been no social life. There's no, been no gathering. We've been told, don't go to your family at Christmas. Don't go be with your family at, Christmas, at Thanksgiving. Don't be with your family at, at Easter. Don't do these things. Don't have Mother's Day together. These are bad things. You better not do that. And, and you know, maybe... They were trying to do this in the government's part out of kindness to preserve us. I don't know their motive, but I do know this, that people are frustrated. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, I hate these masks. But apparently the health department felt like that was going to be the thing to get. I'm not here to promote them or tear them down. I'm just here to say, we have an opportunity now. It's over. The last state to say it's over was Governor Newsom. They said it's over. 
I think someone said out of 12 million people last month, we had 12 people with COVID. We're gonna have COVID around forever. It's COVID-19 because it's been around about 20 some years. It's just a different strain. And there's gonna be flus and there's gonna be coughs and there's gonna be colds and the last days will be pestilence but I'm not gonna let my life be motivated by fear and disappointment and health situations. I wanna be motivated that God is still on the throne and what this city needs is God and what this state needs is God and what this nation needs is God and what this world needs is God and he is still available. Would you join with me in that endeavor? Let's be the greatest church that we've ever seen before. Let's love people, let's be good to people, let's be kind to people, let's win people, let's bring them to the house of God, let's see their souls saved, let's see what God can do, and guess what, He is gonna do it. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.